It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. And can I make a suggestion or a request? Can we please take that 2-23 and 23 off of we will the take Kevin it Stefanski off. graphic? Yep, yep, I yep. don't think it's fair, especially now that we've been given the proper context, uh, because Kyle Shanahan is even worse. Yep. And nobody's asking, can we fire <laughs> Kyle Shanahan? Right. And one of the so best. Let's take that off of there. He literally passed don't think Shanahan by beating yes. him in yeah. that fashion. And I, so and I just don't think it's fair on a bio card to put a stat that is doesn't have the proper context. And nobody has, you know, nobody outside of Andy Reid, nobody's won more games than they've lost. Right. The Raiders are near the top and they've been a terrible franchise. Awful. Yeah. So I just think it would be fair it's to gone. take that off. By the Anyone way. Else is gone. And I apologize, by the way, for being so critical of him Ooh. in that situation. Ooh. That was wrong. Like Everybody's off. You know what? That's why I like you. You know, it's not many people that get up in front of the camera and say, you know what? I was wrong and I apologize. But you, <laughs> well, you're a big man. I like you. Listen, if I feel I'm wrong. Way to go, Jason. Which is very, very, very rare. rare. Way to go, Jason. Uh, <laughs> by the way, if I feel I was wrong, according I, I, to I owe the, it to the audience. To according to the FanDuel um, uh, Sportsbook, the Browns have gone up to a two-and-a-half-point favorite on the Colts. Is that, I'm going to guess. Do you think that's good? Do you think it's fair? <coughs> Throw a parlay. I do because. I do too. I think that's a. Now. I'm going to guess it because it if, was one and a half when I did the first read bowl. And yeah. since I did the first read, Deshaun Watson was scheduled to speak to the media. Yes. And I bet you that's why it's going to creep. Yep, that moved the We've money. seen yes. the Browns line creep the other way as yeah. it's looked like Watson was not going to play. Right. If now we find out today he's going to play, they're going to they're gonna shoot yeah, up. It'll be four and a half case. or five. If that's the case, get it. Get in now. Get in now. Put a parlay Yes, in. jump take, on that bet. Get in now when it's under three. I'm taking take it right the, now. Actually, I'm going on FanDuel take right the now. Browns, take and the I'm under, locking this in. Because to get it under three. Take the under, under right. on Gardner Minshew and passing because this secondary is unbelievable. You're right. Take the over what on Amari Cooper on, on the pass. I have no I idea. Just up. take the under. I think you're right. Unless it's like 120 or something. And take whatever the sacks is. I'm jumping on the Browns at two and a half because... And let's talk about that news, Bull. Yeah. To me, there's no question. You're not putting him out there because of the mis- the mixed messaging. Right. And it's been all over the board. You're not putting him out there to talk to the media unless you are 99.9% sure I, he's a guy. I mean, I that's the only thing that makes sense to me. I hope we're not just conning ourselves to believe that. He didn't talk last week, and he didn't play. I want, you know, the only thing I can possibly think of is he's saying, hey, look. If he's just going to explain what's happened the last couple of weeks, hey, I can't go. I'm going to come back when I can. But right. I guess that's possible. What time is that? What time know? is he talking? Mike, do we know? I have actually not seen the schedule. Uh, the Browns I haven't I tweeted out yet. You know why? Wait, I got an email, I think. You know why he's coming back? I already know why. Go ahead. Uh, he doesn't want to miss out on this party. Man, he seen that. He seen that atmosphere last game. He wants. He, he like, I got I got to get back out. To he wants a piece <laughs> of it. Get back out. You know what it is. I can't keep missing this. There's nothing worse. Than watching, well, losing. But other than losing, what sucks the most is watching your teammates celebrate a win that you had nothing to do with. I'm telling you. And then on top of that. Because of validation. On top of that, right though. <laughs> what you're you, right. what he I guess I'm not as important as I thought. Ratings have never been better, Joe. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but on, on top of all of that, though, as a, as a QB, 
Like he got to sit back because as a QB, you so locked into the game that you don't really get a chance to sit back and pay attention. But he was a spectator. And he like, man, this defense is really like that. So if I just get uh, it together offensively, he's talking who's right. Sta- who's stopping? He's us? talking right now. Is he really? It's, well, open locker room up from the email that I got from the Browns is 1150. Right. <laughs> I haven't seen any tweets or anyone put out. Anything besides well, sometimes talking. they're a little bit late. Sometimes it might that eleven fifty, but I would keep an oh. eye out on well, Browns we'll media because also Dustin Hopkins, the AFC Special Teams Player of the Week. <laughs> hey, hey, All he is... does is hit fifty-yard field goals. He's, He's only missed two field goals, right? Two, I think one. I thought it was two. I thought he missed one this past week and then one. Maybe, other. maybe. He's missed two in the season now. But, but he's he's hit a 40-yarder in four straight games. Yeah. He's been very, very And that's very the Browns' good. record. Yeah. He's Not been even very, very He's he, he been, he been out <coughs> here. He's been kicking the rock. He's been going straight down the middle. And by the way, that's a new stat, too. That's a, we the crew coined a new stat the straight. Fifty plus. The, the, no, the straight down the middle. We don't like. Oh, I know. We don't I, like no deviation. If it's if it ain't down the middle, that's how you know you got a solid kick. Hey, you know what would be great if the if the NFL ever goes to this. They have a radar beam on the crossbar that shoots up. They should have. And been. you get more points if it's directly down the middle, <laughs> and if it just barely sneaks in, you get less points. That, you know what? You get a fourth it. point for for so you get down the four if it's right over the middle. You get three if it's just, if it's within a margin of like a foot. Yeah. Speaking and of if which, it barely hits, if it just misses the upright, you get one. Why? By the way, why like do we that, not man. have technology at this I, point? I know where we know for sure if it's a first down. Where we know for sure if it hits the goal line. They have it in soccer. How is that not in the ball? I don't know How because we not soccer that out has it where on an offsides call. VAR. It's no more. Is it a guess? Or even a look on replay. Right. You can see where the ball is, and there's technology that spots it. I don't know how we don't have that in football. I don't either. It's because the most- they don't, they don't, they don't want. People talk about accuracy, right? Yeah. The same reason that there's no robots calling balls and strikes. No, the reason there's no robots calling balls and strikes is they haven't perfected that yet. That's a lot more complicated than a football. <laughs> you know, I feel, I inbounds feel, or out of bounds, stuff you, like that. I mean, going. I feel like they want the human aspect to it because they feel like they're yeah. humans. Yeah, but it. I saw the human aspect on that bad spot and then that bad measurement and then that bad yeah, this right here. Been. Because it, it, it swings two ways, though. For every bad human element, Another fan base is happy that was him back. The worst. That's true. Right. They, we, don't yeah. want, we just don't want a good th- call to one fan base is a bad, bad call, call to another. Right? I think the worst NFL call that's happened in the past 10 years was whatever that Rams and Saints game, that playoff well, it game. Decided yeah, that, was, that was like, the worst. That, that, that was, was <laughs> like, absolutely. Outside of that, everything else. Well, it, I, well they changed the rule yeah, on they, pass they, interference. Yeah, they had to. Because the next year it was reviewable, and then they had it yeah. for a couple seasons, and they are like, no, nah, nah. that's gone. Yeah, because and, they, and, people was just throwing the challenge flag. It's well, like, I've always said chair. there should be no – there should be an eye-in-the-sky official that should be able to correct any mistake, whether it's a, currently a reviewable play or not. But it's got to be quick. If you can correct it within 30 seconds, you correct yeah, it. Yeah, it's, it's really hard for it to be quick because there's so much going on. Well, it, Like in tennis, tennis has it right. It's perfect. If you've been to a big tennis match in yeah, real time, easy with tennis. they put it up on the screen, and within two seconds of the point being over, you're like, oh, no, that was out. Yeah. And there's no challenge. There's no nothing. The video never lies. <coughs> the technology l- doesn't lie. When that but, little shadowy ball they showed on yeah, the screen. Yeah, by the way, before like, we get to DPJ out, and before yeah. we get to uh, um, Kool-Aid meter. the latest on Watson and Kool-Aid meter as well, another part of the reason Watson may want to come back is uh, – 
You're not facing the Ravens defense. You're not facing the Niners defense. You're facing the Colts this week. <laughs> right. Colts are not a very good he defense. He wants a piece of that. We've got to talk about that tomorrow. Yeah. Don't worry. They, uh, they've given up a 100-yard receiver in four of their six games this season. All right. right. DPJ's up for a big game, DPJ is about to go off. Well, hopefully he just gets found. Uh, he has been a yeah. non-existent factor in the Browns offense this season. And my question to you guys, he had almost 900 yards, three touchdowns last year. What has happened? Where's the production? Where's he been? I, I, I think this, this conversation is insane to me. How were – Donovan Peoples-Jones was a sixth-round pick who has overachieved his entire career. <laughs> he's not that good a player. <laughs> he's, he's running for I, I blame wow. him almost ni- nothing for his lack of production. They wow. haven't thrown him the ball. The quarterback play for the Browns outside of the Titans game has been horrendous. What's he supposed to do? Tyrus, well, I got, I, he had 900 last year with Jacoby Brissett. But, the, but Jacoby, first of all, that's a whole we'll season. We'll this has been together. five games so far. What's he averaging a game? Well, you, would you, would you not agree game. that the quarterback play okay. has been horrendous outside well, of the Titans He's game. on pace to have less than 300 yards. Well, that doesn't mean he's going to have less. <laughs> no, it does not. Why is it his fault if they're not throwing him well, the ball? is he wide open? He, he has been at times. You tell me. because the, He hasn't been open at all. The all 22 I've seen, he's no, not. No. There are receivers that are wide open, <laughs> he, but it hasn't he been has, him. But that's been his thing. When he, did it become we only oh, that's throw his to thing. receivers he doesn't get wide open? open? No, he, he's always had a separation problem. Like, he's a sixth-round pick for a reason. Bull, at some I, point. I agree, no, really, I get what you said. Do you blame DPJ for him having this bad of numbers? Wait they a minute. They haven't thrown him the ball. Let me, but, yeah. Let me address the sixth-round pick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At what point does a player lose his draft tag? Like I, I, The point is he's overachieved to this point in his career. Okay, but yeah. now you expect that level of production. I didn't ex- – I, I, ex- I expected <laughs> more. Don't cut him. I expected more. For, first of all, it's five games. Right. Guys get all – you know, uh, uh, I, know, I know they're not comparable receivers, but Jamar Chase put up no numbers the first two weeks, and now he's like ninth in the yeah, league. Yeah, but I was never going to blink on Jamar Chase. No, I know I that. He was I'm just be saying, fine. like, these things can ebb and flow. As the Browns quarterback – You know – Listen, DPJ's just a guy. You know I've been saying that for years when everybody else was saying, let's not add any wide receivers. Well, we got DPJ. Bull, bull, I wasn't those guys. Bull. 75 but, receiving <laughs> yards is do not we, good. Do we agree <laughs> – that the quarterback play this season has been trash besides the Titans. Yes, yes. but okay. also, so, let me, let's, yeah. let's put there, some context yeah. on this. What year is this for him again? This is his what year? His contract year. Bam, okay. And if He's a, never getting a big contract no matter what he did. Great, but if... I a, don't know, if he had 900 what I do, again... What I do, contract? Not a huge... Bull, we're not saying we expect yeah. him to be a top 10 receiver. What I know... I expect him to be a number two, what, and those numbers are number five. What I know, yeah. from an organization standpoint... If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. That is, if, if the play caller and the offensive coordinator really values you, values you, value you and needs you in his offense, and it's a contract year, everybody knows that. 
they do a great job of putting the game because ultimately they, they call your number. They want you to get paid. All right. That they want to see you get paid. He was whether never going to put up here, the same numbers. Whether it's, whether it's with the Browns or with somebody else, they still want you to get paid because I'm just the coach and all yeah. of that don't really. It's uh, upstairs. That don't you think Elijah Moore deserves way more criticism than yes. the yes. people's jobs? Absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. Now, okay. one thousand percent. The two aren't mutually exclusive. Now, now here, here's no. The, that's let's, true. let's give the actual, literal, real world reason. Reason why he's got 75 yards. First and foremost, he gets he's not explosive. Second of all, he does not have fluid hips. He does not have fluid uh, ability to get in and wow, out of cuts. Wasn't that Tyvis is not at the combine? But why did he do well last Hold year? On. He didn't, he I, I'm going to give you that. I, I was ready for you. <laughs> yeah. I was ready for you. Third, he does not run precise routes. <laughs> he does not. And fourth, he gets no separation. None of so them. So, if you can't do all of those core things as a receiver, you're not going to be a peer open at all. So, you're not going that way. And the reason he got those yards last, last year is because of this. Receivers <laughs> who can utilize play action is a cheat code. When you hand the ball off to Nick Chubb 100 times, defenses come up. They're going to play the run, and now that play action, there's no linebackers dropping. Now you might get off coverage. Now you can sit down in the void of a zone. It's an easier no, no, throw. No no, 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 no. His favorite route is the dig route. You, they bite and play action. That means the hook droppers have came up, and now you can hit that 10 to 12-yard dig window because nobody's there. Well, but if the run game is not there, and we well, don't fear exactly nobody, saying, then we backing up. Yeah, 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 I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm just explaining his number one route is he did, the he put he put, the, he put the Big Mac sauce yeah, on it. Yeah. Like the it number just, one route that here, he was effective is the you, big route. Listen, Donovan Peoples-Jones has been terrible. The quarterback play has been terrible. Elijah Moore was acquired <laughs> to be the number two receiver. <laughs> yes. He was drafted he in the second round. Well, well, he's went, right, but that's another conversation. This is, this is the amount of yards that Elijah Moore <laughs> is on pace for. 568 yards. Bull, Bull nobody's arguing with that. That's, <laughs> that's a problem, that's, too. Why can't this conversation, it was DPJ. I'm fine, but why did we bring up DPJ before we bring up Elijah Moore? One is a contract year. A lot of reasons, too. And he was one of your returning How many yards did he have last year? How many did did Elijah Moore have last year? Elijah Moore had nothing last year. Okay. So, I mean, I think. The Browns skipped out on D-Hop for him. And that was stupid, and I said that was stupid. (laughs) That's that's why it's a a topic of I'm just saying there's a lot that goes into it. First of all, he was never going to get as many targets because they brought in Elijah Moore. Well, he could take them now because it ain't like Elijah Moore. Like, you know, like, well, Elijah Moore's getting targets. He is not a lot. Reverse how out. many? How many targets does he have? Thirty-six. <laughs> Thirty-six <laughs> in five games. That's over six, seven a game. That's a lot. Seven a game. Seven a game. That's a what lot is, of targets. What is? Uh, Again, if you're 16, open, you you're going to be targeted. Five games. I, I haven't He's seen every open. play on the All-22 <coughs> as you have, but the All-22s that I've watched and I've focused on him, He's I'm like, open. hell, no wonder he doesn't have any catches. He's covered like he a blanket get, every play. He targets again. Bro, he got a turtleneck on, a blanket, yeah. a well, jersey, it's like, it's not like and a pair had great separation last year. <laughs> but he still had nine yards. He, he covered head to That's toe. the point. But, but that nobody, is the point. No, the point is the passing game's been awful. That's the point. One. Touchdown Even in the best passing game, he what the Tennessee game. What did he have? I don't know. Passes. What was his best? He had one catch. DPJ. I mean, hell, he's got seventy-five receiving yards <laughs> in five games. He probably got this, it in one. this year. His, ga- just, his game logs look like this: against San Francisco, one target, zero catches; against Baltimore, four targets, one catch, seven yards; 
Against Tennessee, four targets, three catches, 49 yards. Against Pittsburgh, four targets, one catch, seven yards. Oh my God. Against Cincinnati, two targets, one catch, 12 yards. <laughs> I hope nobody got I mean, I don't know. Fantasy. What is the point, though? Like, what are we trying to get to here? I think yes. the point is, he's your number him. two. He's not. He wasn't supposed to be. Well, <laughs> I don't know that Elijah Moore hasn't done much. I mean, we don't statistically, have. it is Elijah Moore. We don't have. But one. still, for here, here's what the overall topic is. It's a passing league. We all know that. Your wide receiving core through five games has caught one touchdown. It is overall, it's a huge indictment of the wide receiver room. But, but we he see is a guy who produced last year at a decent enough level that it's not unreasonable to think that he come back with 750 <coughs> yards. I think he has 75. I know, but he could still get to 750. I don't think he will. I wow, think, I yeah. hope he does. I think we um, knew that. We all yeah. voiced our, our our concern back when we was talking about the D-Hop thing. We yeah. all said that the only person that's guaranteed is Amari Cooper. Everybody yeah. else is a coin. Right. But, but back, and it, they all they're all guys. But, but there then, were people here yeah. that were pr- going nuts about if, Elijah Moore. If you mentioned, if you which I never understood, you. if you mentioned, <laughs> yeah, and I never understood it. If you mentioned DPJ's, if you mentioned DPJ's, if you say DPJ in the summer, people was, oh, he's great. Don't don't you listen? You guys are you guys are way off target for DPJ. And I'm like, listen, he's a fine guy. He's a fine receiver. He's I mean, serviceable. He's a he's a professional receiver, but let's not. He's not a number two. Did anybody really think of him as a number two? <laughs> Wait a minute. Can I get the camera, Steve? Because I need to address something. Because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Now, just recently, here about ten minutes, about ten minutes ago, just yeah. recently, I complimented Jason for you know coming to the camera and admitting that he was wrong. And I want to take this time out to say that I may have been misled <laughs> a little bit about Elijah Moore. Yeah. You drank the Kool-Aid on Elijah yeah. Moore. He had the propaganda uh, on everything. It ain't too late. Who's to say he don't come out and get 750 yards? Hey, anything's possible. Bro, listen. <laughs> but not, based on what I've seen so far, it is highly unlikely. He runs like he got a refrigerator on his back. <laughs> no, hey, that guys. man is is out here running a 4-7-2 type. I, I would just I, trust say. Me, I, it don't look good. At I would just say no burst. I think in the end, the quarterback <laughs> play overall is more to blame, in my opinion, yeah. than the receivers. Let's pump the brakes on it until we see the next five games with Deshaun oh, Watson. I may have been. So, hey, hey, here's what we do. This, this is season fair. about to be over. We'll come back and no, here's, here's the thing. Yeah. You, you, we know what he's been with. Three quarterbacks through five games. Okay. Not good. If Sean Watson is healthy for the next five games, let's revisit this after our 10th game, and we'll say, wow, yeah. look at him with Deshaun Watson. For the last five games, he's got 300 receiving yards. Brad, I, I don't expect that. Let me ask you this. But let's try it. By the way, our guy Brad Stainbrook said that uh, keep an eye on DPJ getting traded. Who's going to want it? By the way, he also was supposed to bring to the table punt return skills. And by the way, he's already lost that job. Where's this return game at? He's lost the job. Darden's the guy now. He's a terrible return guy. And listen, I I have no hopes for DPJ really the rest of the season. Right. I'm just saying, I just think a lot of this is on the quarterback. All right. uh, We got to go to Mikey for a read. I don't think we ever We got a quick read. Then we got the Kool Aid meter at the barbershop tomorrow. On Thursday, 3 to 4 p.m., make sure you check out G. Bush on the Barbershop on the UCSS channel. Always entertaining. G. Bush gets out free stuff left (laughs) and right. Make sure you guys check it out. Guys, I got this. Um, 
It is not a guarantee that Deshaun Watson is going to play. He has just started talking. Uh, Scott Petrak just tweeted, Browns Deshaun Watson says there's a chance he could play Sunday, but still depends on rehab. Good, Good job. Perfect. Wait, what was that? Repeat that. Deshaun Watson says, there's no quote in this tweet, but I'm assuming it's a quote. They just forgot to put quotes yeah, maybe on. Maybe a, a paraphrase. Yeah, Bra- Browns Deshaun Watson says, there's a chance he could play Sunday, but still depends on rehab. Scott Petrak just tweeted that out, which okay. means he just started talking probably, and we'll see more. So that, I, on my enthusiasm meter, I was at an eight. Now I'm like at a five. Well, that leads us right into the Kool-Aid meter, Jay. Wait, can I say one more thing about DPJ? (laughs) My my wife, who knows as much about football as you can fit in this Browns helmet, has DPJ on her fantasy team, and here's what she said. Please bring up the point that he had zero points for me in fantasy, (laughs) and he's now off my team. So my wife has made the decision. Your wife started DPJ? She did. Her receiver room is a mess. (laughs) It's worse than the Browns. Sorry, babe. We're going to get into the Kool-Aid meter. We've been talking about this for a while. Finally brought it out. G. Bush, the godfather of the Kool-Aid mafia, has inspired this segment. Here's how it works. Yeah. Yeah. Hold on a second, Mike. Before you do this. I hate you, Bull. What are you doing? That's not very nice. You love me, and it's not you nice. You said you're going to punch me in the face on TV. <laughs> you know, he did say that. He's like, I hate you. Do you want – but I didn't really want to punch you in the face. Uh, I don't really do, hate you. Do you want the audio of Watson? Yeah. Can I'll we use this? No, we can't it? use it. It's in a locker room. Uh, can oh I listen God. to it for a second? Wait, can China play it? I don't know. Whatever. This is great radio. Great TV. Keep talking. If I talk, you're not going to hear it, Bull. I'll just keep talking. He doesn't, he doesn't listen to you anyhow. Yeah, yeah. He's like, yeah. All right, but we'll do that later, Bull. We, got, right. we got stuff to get to right Unsure now. Unsure if he'll practice today. Mm. Damn. So it's TBD. TBD. So, as I was saying, Kool-Aid. we have the godfather of the Kool-Aid Mafia sitting on this panel. It yes, is G. Sir. Bush himself. And it was, this segment was inspired by G. Bush. So here's how it worked. Wesley I gave each Snipes. of you four an individual statement, and you guys came back to me with a number of how high on the Kool-Aid meter you guys felt, how confident you felt in this statement. So we're going to start with Bull. And the statement I gave Bull is this Browns defense is going to go down with the 85 Bears and the 2,000 Ravens Ooh. as an all-time great defensive unit. Oh, and on the Kool-Aid meter... Bull said three out of ten. Bull, do you want to explain the three out of ten? Where's our graphic? I've been waiting to see this. No graphic. Steve, you can take it whenever you're ready. Please punch it. <laughs> uh, uh, I like that. That's uh, really good. Green Kool-Aid. He got the Swisher Sweet uh, going. Yeah, yeah he did. <laughs> um, So here's what I'd say. The Browns defense has been fantastic through five games. Three? But, yeah. To... To me, it's insane that you would react that way at three. Like, if you asked me about almost any other team, I'd say zero. All right? <laughs> it's five games. The 85 Bears. Gee, you're not even old enough to remember the 85 Bears. What year were you born? 81, 82? Uh, uh, I was four at the time. Yeah. He was dancing to okay. the Super Bowl shuffle. We've got Jay, video. You were an adult, a young adult. <laughs> oh, I remember that. I was 20. And I was 14 years old. Okay. So I remember that plenty. Yeah. That was. Stop it. They killed. <laughs> outside of the one regular season game against the Dolphins where they gave up, they lost. Yeah. Every other game they played that year, pretty much they destroyed their opponents. I believe they averaged fewer than 10 points allowed. They were single digits in their points allowed per game. Right. Imagine that. What's right. The, what's the so Browns currently? So, well, see, they, I, and that's the thing. We've, they've played five games. Yeah. There is even, even 
giving them a three, which I wouldn't do for any other team, <laughs> is in a way insulting to the Bears. Because they, for 19 games, including the playoffs, were something I had never seen and I don't think I've ever seen again. You don't think the Ravens? I, I think close? they were the closest thing we've seen. Because I think they, too, may have also allowed under 10 points I, I think that Ravens team, and there was, a, there was one giant team also, yeah. With Lawrence Taylor in the Buccaneers, the, the year they won the Super Bowl, but had a great defense. To, to put to, to think that they're going to get to that level mm. after five games is unfair. And that's why I can only go. I, okay. The fact that it's three <laughs> means I think it's possible, which is insane. Because if you would ask me before this year, will we ever see a defense that's possibly as good as that one? I would have said no chance. Well, a the one fact would that mean I, it was possible. And so that's why so I, mean, I think three is pretty reasonable based on five games. Yeah, I think. I don't know. Where, do, where would you guys have answered that? I'm, I'm I would from, have given more. I'm from Cleveland, so it's a 10 for me. Jeepers <laughs> might I'm be out with the dog. Jeepers might a, break the Kool-Aid. It should have been a 10. Like, like this is this is bare minimum of eight. Bare minimum. <laughs> bare what are they minimum, talking about, G? Here's, here's the reason. The how many Hall of Famers run that defense, G? You, you, how many Hall of Famers run this defense? We don't know we yet. Don't, we don't know. We don't know yet. We don't know yet. If you had to bet right now, how many Hall of Famers? I mean, they got one locked in. But here's the here's the thing. How many Hall of Famers? Check out how many Hall of Famers that Bears defense had. Four. My my comrades At up least. here, the, the the stat geeks, they all tell me G Bush. They you guys are great with the numbers. You tell me this is a different era. People throwing the ball more. You got yeah. some of the best quarterbacks to ever live on the Ooh. planet or, or right now. Tyrannosaurus Rexes and Raptors and all kind of <laughs> scary dinosaurs that sling the ball a thousand yards. Now listen, for the Cleveland Browns to be doing this in this era. Hmm. With the high power octane offices or offenses and some of the greatest quarterbacks in, in the game, I gotta say that at this point, it's very possible <laughs> because they haven't just been playing like terrible no name gangsters or people that's been cheeks. These guys are <laughs> these guys phrases. are ball players. Jeez. We got Joe Burrow on that list, Christian McCaffrey, uh, 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 you, your boy the, the Derrick Henry. We got the who's who. It's better than Josh Allen, Brock jo- Purdy. The, the Brock, Brock Purdy. Purdy. That's right. You can't the, forget him. The who's who of all these teams. Then the Browns have to win. If the Browns want to be with those teams, they got to win the Super Bowl. Well, that, so well, well, that's, okay. And, yes, and, they got the Super Bowl. Okay. And he <laughs> just stole my thunder. But here was my point when I saw this question. You can't be the New England Patriots undefeated team can never be discussed as one of the greatest teams ever. That's crazy because they failed to close the deal. They lost to the Giants in the Super Bowl. So for this to even be a thing, they have to win the Super Bowl. That's it. That's crazy. Period. And wouldn't that be so full stop? Never saw this. Because the Bears defense led them to the Super Bowl. The Ravens, by the way, that year they won the Super Bowl with that great defense, averaged 10.3. And, and by the way, neither of those teams had good quarterbacks. They had Jim McMahon right. was and the Trent Bears Dilfer. quarterback, Trent Dilfer, and throw the Bucks defense in, Brad Johnson. By the way. So you've got to be so all-time great right. that a mediocre to bad quarterback is carrying That's you true. to the and, Although, in trophy. fairness, Brad Johnson had a great year that and, year. He threw the ball unbelievably. And, and, he was unreal. They win the Super Bowl with this defense and <laughs> selling the rights to the Kool-Aid Mafia to Under Armour. For you better get a lot of money amounts. for that. All right. Well, next I, up I think I would G. be a little higher than Bull. I might be a four, but, man, a eight. 10 and an eight. God bless you guys. Well, G's up next. Hold on. Before you do it, I got another Watson quote. <laughs> Breaking news. I mean, Woven into the show. Is Mike? I, Breaking news. It's you. It's you. Watson said... When uh, on on how his throwing program has progressed, quote, it's coming along. 
The arrow's been trending up. Good. Okay. Better than uh, does, it's getting worse. Does that change you from five? Yeah, my meter's like this right now. My meter's <laughs> going like. Well, he told uh, Watson. Also told Tom Withers, Withers, he's not sure he can get back to 100 percent this season. And he also said, Nobody's "I'm 100%. not quote, I'm not going to put the team in jeopardy if I can't do certain things. Good. Quote, it's not so much the pain; it's more so if I can throw the football." He confirmed it's the I, rotator cuff. Yeah, I mean, we expected that, right? I mean. Yesterday, Mary Kay was very, very specific. Yeah. It's one of the four. It's the biggest of the four muscles involved in the rotator cuff. So we know that now. Um, I still think I'm trending more towards him playing than not, but it's not, you know, it, earlier was like a seven or an eight for me. Uh-huh. Now it's like a five, 5.5. Uh, most I, think, recent quote, I think he's real going quick. on an undersell, over-deliver type thing. He yes. also said, by the way. Because he went the other way last time. Yes. He said, he said by the way, and this happened right after what he said to Mary Kay that Friday. He said he didn't know it was the rotator cuff until the night before the Ravens game, that Saturday night. Hmm. That's, that's what he's saying. You know, that, that's, you got to take him at his word. <coughs> okay, what's the most recent quote? He also just said, uh, quote, I can't put a timeline time when I make my return. Yeah, and that's fair. And, I mean, and, and the, 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 I, I take the fact that he said he's, he doesn't know if he can be back to 100%. Before the rest of the season. Yeah. So, I mean, that also dampens expectations of what sure. it's supposed to look like. And, I, and and obviously, I think that changes the game plan a little bit when they go into these games. Perhaps. I think you're right. If he's not completely comfortable throwing the ball downfield, that takes yeah. that away. The one thing that I, um, somebody texted me yesterday, who's not a doctor, but they have experience with this injury, was that uh, it's very, very difficult to treat this. You're not talking about, uh, you know, you can put a stim machine mm-hmm. on some muscles and they're easy to reach. This, according to the, the person that texted me, is, a, is more of a deep, deep tissue. And it's really yeah. hard to get any kind of stim treatment directly on that muscle. Ooh. And getting a shot is very painful. He, he also yeah, doesn't feel good. He, he called it a micro tear in his rotator cuff. Which is kind of what I expected. It's a strain, which is a strain. Yeah. He said that. He also said that he, the team, the medical staff were and all on the same page. He saved y'all. He saved all of y'all. Listen, he answered these questions. And we all back here. Listen, he answered this check, check, yep. check, and check. He gave, he gave a, a vote of confidence to you. He also said it was a micro tear. He gave exactly what's wrong with it. And now, if you're a, if you're a media person, you just got to ask other questions at this point. You got everything you need to know. This is the perfect time to be like, hey, Deshaun, why do you not go by Derek? <laughs> yeah, it I, think, would I be. think there's never been a better It actually honest. would. Right, right <laughs> not now. that the shoulder thing we, is over. Now we got there. We got there. We answered about your shoulder. What? Why not Derek? Yeah, he answered them all well. I, I think he did it. I think. Another, another quote here uh, said he could be back tomorrow, could be Sunday, could be two two days. Said he's truly day to day, but he said apparently nor. Well, I'm not sure if this was him saying this or Hayden Grove saying this, but say, it says. But normally rotator cuffs take four to six weeks. Oh, according to the medical. What is Remember this? When we, we talked about that. This weekend would be four weeks. Yeah, four. Weeks. Uh, would it? Yeah. Just the injury. Tennessee. Was the Tennessee game four weeks ago? It, oh, yeah, it's been yeah. a long yeah. time ago. God, Baltimore, 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 That's a long Damn. time ago. Okay, so he's probably on the front edge of the envelope of when we would expect him to return. No. So, I mean, if it ends up being six weeks, uh, it's not Indy and it's not Seattle. It's 
we, Arizona. We know he's not. We know he's not a hundred percent. He's basically saying that if he doesn't know if he's going to get there between now and then. Oh yeah, he's definitely not. He's 100%. not. So d- does that change the way if we want him to play? Because he's sounding like, okay, well, I got a micro tear. Now we know it's a micro tear. Well, we have to be consistent. Yesterday on the show, Bull, you weren't here. We asked what percent does he need to be before you put him out there. I said 100. I said 100. I stand by that. I said 100. I I still need him to be 100%. Well, no, not 100%. Nobody's 100%. Well, Bull, with this injury, (laughs) because there's more of a likelihood of him tearing the rotator cuff and being out for the season, if you play worst case scenario and you put him out there and he's 90 or 95%, and he does take a hit, and it completely tears that micro tear. <laughs> right. Now, imagine being Andrew Barry or Kevin Stefanski standing in front of a microphone and saying, you know, that indie game was so important to us, right. we yeah. had to get him out well, there even though he wasn't 100%. He said he might not be 100% the whole season. Listen, if so he's not, I can't. If, I don't think you're going to sit him the whole are season. Are you going to risk tearing his rotator cuff? Because I, we all know no, it is a greater not, risk that you're tearing. It. I, I would think that, like, there. I think there be. I, I don't know. I'm certainly not a doctor. My guess is that at some point along the way, when you're as close to 100 percent as you can get, that maybe the doctors feel at this point there's no significant risk of a more serious injury. I don't know. I'm I don't speculate. I don't either. I, just, I certainly wouldn't. If I'm not sure, like. If, if it feels like another week or two can get him as close to 100% as possible, then I would wait on that. What about this? Why, and, and I know you'd have to carry three quarterbacks in this yeah. scenario, but is it possible that he says, I'm, I'm really good and I think I could go, but you're also looking at what happened last week and who you're playing, and you're saying, you know what? We're going to start PJ, and we're going to put Deshaun Watson in glass over here and in case of emergency, we're going to break it. We're going to put him out I there. I wouldn't do that. You wouldn't do that? No, because then he, you know. I, well, you can't do that. You know why you wouldn't really want to do that? No. Because he, he still got to warm up and be all. Yeah. No, I understand that. But you tell him, you go through your pregame ritual as you normally would. But I still put PJ's going to start. If it's 20 to nothing at halftime, we're good. But it's still, If we're losing 20 to nothing at halftime, no. you may want to put yourself yeah, in there. I, I, it's I almost like, like a idea. playoff game in baseball where all hands are on. I know, but then he's got to ready. Run. We're no. talking about not wanting him to get a further hurt, but rush to get ready yeah. in the end. I, I don't know. I don't like I that just idea. asked, does it have to be an all or nothing thing? I guess yeah. it doesn't, but I, I'm yeah, against I, that. I, I, would, I, would I would not play. I would, I, here's me. I just, I, given what he said, it was me and I was a coach. I would not play him. Against well, him here's what I'd say. You shouldn't need him. Here's what I'd say is Deshaun is showing, as far as we know, a lot of responsibility in this situation, is he not? I think he's been very responsible. He's showing maturity and knowing his own body. And I love that. If he says he can play, like, because he hasn't, clearly hasn't rushed back at this point, I'm going to leave it up to him and the doctors. If I'm Stefanski, if the if the doc if, if Deshaun's like, hey, I'm better, at? and the doctors are saying, where were you at yesterday? You sound like me, and they yeah, completely went against me. Sorry, it's I got fine. your back now. It, it's fine. No, I didn't go. Well, I didn't go against that. I, I we were just did. a little, little more well, conservative. I told y'all, eighty-five percent, and if he feels good enough to go, I let him make so, the decision. Yeah, but, but, but y'all said what percentage is hundred percent? I, 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 I stand by an exact number. I, I need 100%. I, what I would say is, I want him to be. What the as close to 100% as he thinks he can get, and, as he thinks he can get during the season. And I think, I think and if he's comfortable playing at 90%, and the medical doctors are like, Yeah, there's a 1% chance. I don't know if you'd ever say something like that, but let's say in theory, the doctor said, Yeah, there's all yes, it's slightly maybe a, a 1% chance he could he's more likely to injure it. Well, okay, those are odds. If Watson could live with that, you got to live and with And also, this <laughs> if he goes out there and plays poorly. No excuses. No, I don't want to hear it. Yeah, I mean, if no. he says I'm in 
and then plays poorly, and he's like, well, you know, my shoulder was Baker really no hurt. Pass, uh, I give him no pass. Then stay on the side. No, yeah, I'm no, not giving no, a pass. He, but he said he don't want to put him in jeopardy. That's right. Go he's ahead, smart. Nuggets. All right, so we, uh, we got a guest coming up in 10 minutes, so we got to make a decision here, guys. we got to do super chats. We're going to play true and false so we can finish the Kool-Aid meter. I think we saved the rest of the Kool-Aid meter for tomorrow. I think so. We do true or false, Gustavus here. Let me read some super chats. Where are the quick. boards? Uh, Anthony's going to bring out the boards okay. in one sec. I'm going to read a couple super chats. And whenever we read your super chat, it's brought to us by our dear friends at PCC Air Force. Looking for a job, career advancement, and great benefits. Well, PCC Air Force is the leading manufacturer in Northeast Ohio. All locations of PCC Air Force in East Lake Men or Wycliffe and Minerva are hiring for all positions starting at $18 and up. Plus, full benefit packages, paid time off, and a signing bonus. You can apply online at precast.com slash careers to learn more. we got a couple of these. I'm going to fly through them real quick. Then we will play I'm a little true or false. The first one comes from Kevin Robinson. Damn. What is Kevin Stefanski's record home versus away? He is 19 and 10 at home, oh, 10 and 16 away. Damn. Jonathan Mann says, G looks like Dwayne Wade from a different world. Uh, Roberto <laughs> Presidente says, G Bush looks like Fred Sanford's homie, Bubba <coughs> Bexley. I want daddy's record. Wow, that is an old school <laughs> reference. James Cosby says, keep the pressure and justify criticism on this team. Browns need to figure out how to build a winning streak. Uh, now that, that is true. Willie I, Slater says every every coach since the Browns returned has been criticized. I can't recall the fans criticizing Belichick when he's here. It is what it is. Oh, they did. They criticized Belichick when he was also, here. Also, it's hard to compare because we don't have the social media. There was no social media no, then. True. There wasn't as much media, period. There was one talk radio station in town when Belichick was. Right. I mean, yeah. It's my guess. Yeah. So. Uh, Buck says in five games we lost Chubb, Watson, Conklin, and Batonio massing losses all on offense, and we are 3-2. and two. Watson missed 12 of the last uh, 13 of the last 22 games. Stefanski, thumbs up. I'll quote Bull. No excuse. Brody's bottom line Everybody says Cavs coach got fired right. in first place. And Vine says they let Baker play because they wanted to move on. And his asking to play worked in their favor. It made moving on easier. If he won, it was a plus. Skilly said, uh, Skilly gifted 20 memberships. Hi, Skilly. 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 Uh, Skilly. He might be our biggest fan. Clutch. <coughs> I do think Skilly definitely on the Mount Rushmore. Oh, yeah, Eddie. Of, or uh, Darryl. Kenny Moss says, You're right. we got lucky with the draft many times and drafted poorly. Hyper Frosty says, Michigan stinks. Moody's booty. And Peter R. says, hope we string together some wins. When was the last time we won three or four straight games? Well, it's been so. a long time. We won four in a row twice in 20. I think we had a three-game winning streak in 21, and I don't think we've won three in a row since. Let's start with two. Yeah, you can't get to three <laughs> until you get to two. Take care of business. All right, uh, are we doing it? We true got or true or false. false. Yes, sir. We're going to play go. true or false real quick. We got 10 minutes before Jay Stevens joins us, and today's true and false is on the one and only P.J. Walker. Ooh. Are you guys ready for a little oh, true or false? I know nothing about this Of the this Browns game. quarterback. I wouldn't have been a pick Steve, play the music before last week. No, me too. Please. Question number one. I'm the defending champ, by the way. Yes. I'm yes. trying to win two in a row also. That's right. Like the Browns. Question number one. Tyvis, is PJ's real name Philip? True or false? <laughs> PJ's real name is Philip. Yeah, Tyvis <laughs> seems to be obsessed with real names. He wants to be Bartholomew. He wants to know why Deshaun isn't Derek. And he thought he had some major scoop when he found out my real name was Jason. Oh, no, 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 no. I didn't think I had Lindbergh made it. I didn't think I had one. Tybus says true. Bull says true. Jay says false. The answer. It is Patrick. true. Yeah. Oh, come on. He is Philip or Patrick. You should have known that. Well, that's my middle name. Tybus, the aficionado of quarterback. Could have been Paul. Could have been Paul. You're right. My name. One out of three. <laughs> my middle name is Long Johnson. 
Whoa. What? what is wrong with you? you know, <laughs> that was crazy. This is two it's, days in a row that you done lost your mind on this set. <laughs> wow. I don't know wow, what was, has gotten into you. Did you not know what no, that was? Whoa, this man that was, that was crazy. Two days in a row. <laughs> That right, was next cra- up. strike that for the record. You better yeah. get you next some up. soap or something. <laughs> Ridiculous. PJ Walker threw for more yards so. in his one XFL season than he has in his entire NFL career. <laughs> Is that true or false? <laughs> it, that feels like a Mike trick question special. Right? <laughs> uh, true for Tyvis. It seems like it would be a no-brainer. But why would Mike ask him? False, false, true. So two trues, two falses. Half the panel is going to be right. Half the panel is going to be wrong. And the half of the panel that is correct. Ah, back in the game. Yo, yo, yo. Keith has thrown for 1,653 yards in his NFL career. He threw for 1,338 in his one Oh, that's XFL right. Their season, season. got the ended season early because of COVID. Ah, dear, forget I forgot about that. Sorry you didn't remember. Next up. At least I didn't, have to, least I didn't do a story. Are you ready, Steve? P.J. Walker was a four-star quarterback recruit coming out of high school, but went to Temple because he wanted to play ball close to home. He is from Elizabeth, New Jersey. That part, I 100% is true. <coughs> G. Bush says true. Tyvis says true. Jay says false. Bull says false. Two falses, two trues. Is the inside or the outside going to be right here? And guys, the outside is correct. Yeah. It is false. I'm talking he was about. simply a two-star recruit, and Temple was his only Division Dang. One. Damn, Bull was a zero-star recruit. I mean, it's two-star. What the hell is that? Well, I, mean, I might take a shrapnel here. <laughs> yeah, you're right. We all. Well, it's <laughs> you and I both were zero-star recruits. You're right. That's not fair. How Next many stars up, did you have, Key? Get- Man, I was like, I was three and a half, three, three and a half, four. You, uh, depending on depending on what, what how site you have. How you, Three. So how did you not end up at Ohio State also? Hey, listen. They, I was supposed to go to Michigan on my first visit. They yeah. called me and was like, mm, there's a kid from Arizona. We want to come on our first visit. Bastards. I was like, you know what? I'm going to owe you. Another reason to hate Michigan. Yeah. You know, you know, Tyvis, if they, it's all depending on when that recruit visit is. What's yeah. that last point? <laughs> That's What's a fact. The, the last one is the biggest Anthony score yeah. through three questions. We have J, G, and Bull tied at two. <laughs> Tyvis in last place, where he belongs at one. Whoa! Shots fired. Shots fired. Wow. What is going on? Tyvis taking shrapnel. He just pulled the pin out the grenade and just <laughs> rolled it in. Softly. What, what did I do? <laughs> what did I do to Anthony? Hey, I don't know. Nice. All right, question just number four. Just with that, four. I'm not missing another one. Question no. number four. PJ Walker wore number eight at Temple as an homage to his favorite quarterback ever, Steve Young. There's a picture of him wearing number eight. Tyvis <laughs> says true. You don't look like a Steve Young. I ain't guy. missing another one, Jay. G says false. Bull's contemplating his no, answer. No, this is easy. Of course it's false. That can't be right. False, true for Jay. So Why two falses, two true? true's the answer. Because <laughs> I think it's true. Well, it's mean, not true. Of course it's, it's false. not true. I, mean, I just guessed. Why, why did you guess that true also? Because I wanted you. PJ Walker looks like I got it. I'm trying to get back. What the hell? Who a 20 year old kid has Steve Young as their idol? Right. Like, he he, he looks like. Who was his unless idol? Unless he was from, like, the same town. Who was his idol? Or... Lamar? No, he wore number eight because his favorite number was 11, and that was already taken. And, and Steve Young and PJ Walker couldn't be from towns more <laughs> not, not alike. 
Uh, he, Steve Young was from Greenwich, Connecticut, <laughs> which is called the I Hollywood of the that. East Coast. By the way, uh, when I was 18 and a freshman in college, I worked at a pizza hut in Greenwich, Connecticut. This is a lovely little town. It's got huge tips because all these snotty, obnoxious people were actually decent. Isn't Greenwich, Connecticut, where the million-dollar bank Ted DiBiase used to do skits? He said, I'm in Greenwich, Connecticut with the million-dollar belt. Oh, yeah, maybe. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. No, I think it was Greenwich. I've never been to Connecticut in my life. You're not missing anything. I'm going to twice. Nothing I'm exciting. Going, I'm going to Lincoln, Nebraska for the first time Saturday. That sounds oh, exciting, oh, okay. too. There, it, that's an impressive stadium. Is it in the middle of nowhere? I've it never is. been there. It's surrounded by cornfields. <laughs> <laughs> when you fly in, all you see is the sta- is the university. Oh. I'm going to see you on Friday. Just yeah. don't leave the campus by yourself. <laughs> all right, next up. Score check. Who's in Question first? number five. Bull. Anthony, Bull took the lead on that one, correct? Bull's in first. Uh, yes. G and Bull are tied at yeah, three. Jace got two, and Ty has one. All right, question. Next one up, P.J. Walker won the first XFL Star of the Week award in 2020 after throwing four touchdowns in the Roughnecks' win over the Wildcats. They went, they went bankrupt so quick. I don't understand that. No. If you get this one right, you should lose points. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. That. I don't need. They did go bankrupt really fast. Like, it was like two weeks. Tyvis is in his head. He's changing his answer. I have no idea. Tyvis says true. G says true, Bull says false, J says false, which means we will have a new leader in the clubhouse. And the leader, surprisingly, is G Bush. G Bush. G in the hizzy. <laughs> it's the glasses. What's up, Jay? What's the updated standings? What's up, Jay? Standings, Anthony. You're last G place. in first <laughs> place, <laughs> Bull in second place, Jay and Tyvis are tied for last. Well, what's You're the numbers, though? Me. Yeah. I, uh, but I'm not talking stats. As long as I'm, I'm down one, It's not right? even about the bill. Yeah, no you have more. three it's about GMs more. Okay. <laughs> All right, we got a couple more. Let's knock these out, then we'll bring in Jay Stevens We're talking about Buckeyes, Penn State. True or false, P.J. Walker has thrown fewer interceptions than Peyton Manning in their first eight career starts. Oh, this is P.J. Walker has thrown fewer interceptions than Peyton Manning. <laughs> this, is, this is actually... He says true. Yeah, this one's very easy. Yeah. True's across the board. <laughs> Peyton Manning was an interception. True's across machine. the board. And it is true. Peyton Walker threw 13. <laughs> Peyton Manning threw 16. <laughs> <laughs> How many did he throw his rookie year? So what you're saying is, <laughs> PJ's on pace to have twice the career that Peyton had. That's a fact. Yes. No, All right, two more. As it stands, G still has a one-point lead with two to play. How about this? <laughs> A battle of the Browns. P.J. Walker <laughs> accounted for more total touchdowns than Kareem Hunt in the 2015 Boca Raton Bowl. Come on, Jay. You did a story on this. Kareem Hunt. I was there. <laughs> I'm standing on it. Jay says true. So we have three, two trues, two falses. I interviewed Jay was there. The and Jay's memory is wrong. P.J. <laughs> Walker did not oh. score a touchdown in that game. Oh, One of three it. career games at Temple, P.J. Walker Bye, did Jay. not for a touchdown. Bye. Where are you now? I'm looking, at, looking down. He's up two. G won. G's the official winner. Oh, it's over? That was the last question? No, we have one more, but he's a two-point <laughs> lead. No, yeah. two-point lead. I think we should just call it and No, we got to use it because he thinks he's going to beat me. Okay. Do, do the, last the last one. one. I'm looking down on you, Jay. All Bye. Right, right now. You got third. G is the official winner with six. Tyvis and Bull are tied with four, oh. and Jay is in last place with three. Oh, I can That's, become second place. Oh God, Let's get a big gap. You better hope I don't. G Bush, congratulations. <laughs> what? Just remember, Tyvis, second a place gap. is the first loser. <laughs> yeah. 
Third last question. question. Our last question. Third PJ place. Walker holds the NFL record for most air yards on a completed pass. <laughs> Why do you be sitting there waiting till I write to write? I don't know something? what you wrote. Yes, you did. No, you were looking at my board. Oh, you got true? False. False. Tyvis says. False. False across the boards. In fact, his 67.6 yard completion to DJ Moore on that last second Hail Mary is the longest mm. completed air yards pass in NFL history for a next gen. That's pass. amazing. Wow! My day! air yards you air on the completion. G Bush, congratulations, sir. Congratulations. <laughs> Only lost by one. Winner! <laughs> Only lost by one, technically. The glass is in the Kool-Aid. You got Jay Stevens? <laughs> we do have Jay Stevens, so let's welcome on Jay Stevens, host of the Lockdown Buckeyes podcast. Is your real name To help Jason us too? break down Jay. the official biggest matchup in the country this weekend, Penn State, is it Ohio Jay, State. Is your real name Jason? Is that your full name? No, my first name's Julius. See that? Look at oh, this. That's <laughs> it's, it's Julius. Very, Dr. J. There you go. There you go. There you go. <laughs> Dr. J, the baby. first thing I ever thought of with Julius is remember the Titans. Do you do oh, yeah. Think, yeah, that too. Do you guys know that it is a fact that there is no white man named Julius? No, that's incorrect. Julius Caesar was white. Yeah, that's that's what we think. <laughs> Anyways, Jay, is recorded yeah. Jay what's white. going on? Let sure. me ask you. Let's get Damn, right to man, it. it the, right, the Buckeyes are dealing with a bunch of injuries. You know, Mecca was hurt yeah, last game. Travion Henderson was banged up. And then Denzel Burke went down. Do you know the status of them going into this game? Sick. I don't know the exact status. Ryan Day's been kind of hush-hush like normal with some injuries. Yeah, and so I, I don't know the status of those. The one thing I do know is I do think the Buckeyes – have guys that can step up. Now, it's a different game. Maybe Jermaine Matthews Jr. gets a start his first time ever in a Buckeye uniform. It's against Penn State, top 10 matchup. I don't know the status, but the coaches feel confident about some of the guys that are backing up, maybe in Matthews Jr. or maybe in the running back room, um, about who could maybe back up and start on Saturday. Do you got any concern? What is your biggest concern that Penn State does that the Buckeyes maybe aren't good at in this game? Oh, the biggest concern, honestly, it's not Penn State's rush defense versus Ohio State's run game. And this goes into those injuries. You mentioned Travion. You mentioned, uh, well, you didn't mention Mayan Williams, which I want to know more about him and Chip Trainum status because that's your top three running backs. And Chip went down. Mayan didn't play last week. Travion's missed a couple games. And I'm really watching the Buckeyes run game to figure out if they're going to use Dallin Hayden in maybe an emergency uh, situation, maybe Xavier Johnson a little bit more. I'm watching that specifically because if the Buckeyes can get a little bit going on the ground, I'm going to be really excited to see how well this offense plays on Saturday. But Jay, don't you? What do you? How do? What do you think about the Dallin Hayden in the red shirt thing? You think they should just get rid of that because? Yes. I mean, coming into this game, this game against Purdue. Now, don't get me wrong, it goes against Purdue, but he looked better than a lot of the running backs that we've been depending Play on. Play him. So, Tyvis, I am in a situation where I wasn't really thinking about Dallin Hayden at the beginning of the season or even three, four games into it. And I know last year he did look the best at times of all the running backs at Ohio State. But right now, I think you have to do what Ryan Day said earlier this week. I believe he made a statement. You got to do what you need to do to win the game. And if Dallin Hayden is the guy at running back that gives you the best opportunity to win 
throw the red shirt out the window, put him in, let him tote the rock because he's going to give you the best opportunity what? to win the game. I agree with that. Hey, I'm going to tell you something. I, nowadays, <laughs> I, I don't. What is Ryan Day talking about? I hope he. Don't, this is not NCAA football 14. There is a thing <laughs> called the portal. The portal looks really good right now. Do not let this man be in Colorado next year or some other team. Like, how, who red shirts anybody nowadays? Red shirts. Play them. You got to play them, dude. Play these, play these guys. You, you, have, you have to play them. And it's his second game playing this year. First time running the ball this year. 11 carries, 76 rushing yards. I believe that was a 6.9 yards per carry uh, average for him a week ago. That's really good midseason where you're coming in and you know the other guys around you, they've been playing week after week after week, and you're just throwing right. it to the fire and you play like that. You have to play him. I, I, I'm still up in the air about how they view him in the pass protection game because there were some times I saw and I'm like, oh, okay, he could run the ball very well, but in pass protection, when you know Kyle McCord wants to sling the ball to Marvin Harrison Jr., how much do they trust him? Hayden in the pass protection game. So that's one to watch as well. Maybe Henderson does play Saturday, or maybe Mayan Williams is healthy enough to play. Does Dallin Hayden give you the best opportunity to run the ball on Saturday? Yes, but in pass pro, you got to put the right guy in that gives you, at running back, the best opportunity to keep Cal McCord upright and not on his back. Jay, I don't think he's been bad, has he, in, in pass protection. I don't remember him getting blown up maybe you know maybe I've missed some plays along the way but he might not be their best option in pass protection but is he is he a liability there I wouldn't say liability but I also wonder what is happening in practice with practices being closed and a lot of people not being able to see what's happening in practice I heard <coughs> last year there were some questions about ball security but what, but when Dallin Hayden was on the field in games we didn't see any issues with ball security so i wonder maybe in practice or something that they see that is not tra- that they think might not translate to saturdays i'm not really sure hmm. i think when it comes to running the running the ball and vision and his ability to hit the hole quickly and get to the second level he gives you a great opportunity and, and a great asset and tool for you for your offense to move the ball on the ground which has been a struggle this year for ohio state and tyvis i know you played I don't know a year, Tyvis, or anybody on the show where Ohio State's run game has been like it has been through the first six games of the year at any season. Can't I mean, remember. I'm always thinking Buckeyes running backs yep. um, yeah. two or three deep every single year. I can't remember a year where the Buckeyes running numbers have been this poor. And maybe Dallin Hayden, maybe this is the spark they need in running the ball. I don't know. But no, I don't. I, when it comes to liability, I, would, I don't know about that, but – I always wonder, what do the coaches see in practice that hindered them from doing certain things in the game? You, you know, one of the things I, I do is how I watch Ohio State is I watch Ohio State and Michigan in tandem. And one of the things that, you know, I, I, there's, there's this Better flip. Better win that game. There's this flip that happened yeah. where it was just like, how is Michigan running the rock this successfully? <laughs> no. And we can't run the rock at all. Like, so I'm looking at it and juxtaposing it too. And I don't know if it's up front, um, but Michigan seems that ever since Maurice Claret, he, he said, man, we got receivers. We cute. But Michigan's just a little nasty the way they get the running game going. Do they have to be practicing? I would be working on the run game against Penn State the rest of the season because you don't need that run game when it comes to the Michigan game. Oh, you're right. No, you're, I mean, in any football game, you would think you would need the run game 
just by stepping on the field. The Buckeyes are fortunate that they do have Marvin Harrison Jr. And I don't know about Abuka if he's going to be able to play because that's another wrinkle. We talk about the run game and the issues there. The Buckeyes might be without a first, a future first-round wide receiver on Saturday against Penn State. Julian Fleming's going to need to be going to need to step up. Xavier Johnson might get a, his second start of the season. Do the Buckeyes rely on Carnell Tate and Brandon Ennis on the outside? Yeah, those things are huge, and those are things to watch on Saturday. But they have to figure out something on the ground. I, I have watched. I went back and rewatched part of the Notre Dame game. Rewatched some of the Purdue game. The offensive line has been better. It wasn't what it was early in the season. They are so showing signs of improvement and strides in the right direction especially when it comes to opening holes for the running back. Penn State's a different animal. So we're, we're mm-hmm. saying, yes, I'm saying, yes, there are improvements. They're doing better. But Penn State's a different animal. That defense is really, really good. I do think the Buckeyes' offensive line, this is a great test for them to show everyone, hey, people are saying, and the film is showing that we are making improvements in our blocking, offensive running, and also in pass pro, but you can show it Saturday and prove every, to everybody once again that we're doing our job of getting better at what we're doing. Jay, let me go to the defensive side of the ball. Now, starting this year off at linebacker, it was Tommy and Steele, but as of lately, Cody Simon is getting more reps over Steele. Do you think that that should be a permanent thing, or do you think they find a way to continue to rotate the two? If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. I think they're going to find a way to continue to rotate the two, but it goes to something I said with Dallin Hayden in the running back room. you got to play the guy that gives you the best opportunity to win the game. And I do think with Cody Simon, he has played better. And I always wonder... Going back to, I think it was 2021, Simon started the season off as a starting linebacker and then ended up not being a consistent starter, still rotating um, due to an injury that he had. I wonder if that's a chip on his shoulder that he's saying, hey, yeah, these are my boys and we're in a locker room and we're teammates and all that's good. But I wonder how much that motivates him that he ended up not being a starter at the end of the season and still Chambers and Tommy Eichenberg had that role for the Buckeyes defense. And this might be Simon healthy consistent this might be him saying yeah i know what happened a couple years ago but this is what i can do and how i can play buckeye football right now i do think you might want to continue to rotate them if jim Knowles and the other defensive coaches believe that is what's needed for the defense to continue to play as well as they have this year jay we've got a little more than three minutes uh how does this game play out who wins i was waiting for this one to come up i think this was going to be a defensive (laughs) battle both both offenses have been doing good things. Drew Aller and I went back and looked at the numbers. I was really impressed that he doesn't have a turnover in this game. I, I think that streak ends this weekend. I do think the Buckeyes win a close one, 24-21. And I do, part of me wants to believe. Now, I don't know if this is actually going to happen. But part of me wants to believe the Buckeyes run game shows a little spark on Saturday and helps Kyle McCord out. 
And I always wonder if Abuka's not playing, what receiver is going to step up and make a big play? We saw Julian Fleming, I think it was fourth and seven against Notre Dame, make a big play on that final drive. What receiver that's a part of the others or one of the role players for the Buckeyes offense, who makes a big catch in a crucial moment to move keep the Buckeyes moving the ball down the field? But I, I, originally I was thinking Penn State, and I was thinking that before the season and a couple weeks ago. For some reason this week, I'm my belief is the Buckeyes defense is good enough to win this game, and I believe they'll do what's needed, even if some guys aren't healthy to win this game for the Buckeyes. Well, the home crowd should help the Buckeyes. I, I'm, I'm surprised that it's a noon kick. I mean, it seems like every time yeah, we go to yeah, the game, yeah, it's a night yeah, game. A it's a whiteout. Yeah. Uh, and Fox is missing the boat, man. Th- this is a nighttime game. Give that student section a chance to get hydrated before the game. You know how important that is. You can't go out there and be not, you know, dehydrated. Uh, so uh, let's let's have a good one. Jay, always good to see you. We appreciate it. Yes, let's sir. put this one in the bank always. and let's start, start thinking appreciate about Michigan. It. All right, guys. Enjoy it, guys. Thanks, Jay. Anybody disagree with that? Is anybody ready to say that Penn State's going to win Saturday? Mm-mm. I'm not there. They ain't got enough. It's going to be a great game in my view. They ain't got enough. I, I do think Ohio State, Bucks like they did two years ago. I got ago the Bucks by a million. Oh, you got it. Have the, by a million. By a million. It is weird that Ohio State hasn't had, like, am I forgetting somebody? Or have they, <laughs> since Zeke Elliott, I guess Dobbins, although he's been a total bust in the NFL. Been hurt. Well, if you can't stay on the field, you're a bust. I'm, you know, what yeah, can I So, tell Greg you? Odin is a bust in the NBA. Yes, he is. That's, yeah. messed, that's messed up. They I mean, there's Carlos a reason. Hyde. That Carlos Hyde. Got to be available. That Carlos Hyde. Carlos Hyde. Carlos Hyde. Flexing yeah. on Hyde. But Zeke is more recent than Carlos Hyde, isn't he? Yeah, yes. Yeah. 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 Like, since Zeke, they haven't had anybody special, You know really. what, though, Bull? They always get it done by committee. That's because they don't run the ball like the No, they, they throw it a lot more than they used to. Like, the days of Eddie George and Archie Grit, like, they don't do it like that anymore. But they always have a premier back, yeah. and this year, it's just, he's right, it's different this year. If Ohio State does not beat Michigan, or if they lose to Michigan, they have to win a championship, which they probably won't if they lose to Michigan. Right. I think Ryan Day should be fired. I know it's crazy, we have no time, but... Uh, wow, so I, Fansky keeps could, his gig, but he could pile, Ryan, Day Ryan, Day. Ryan Day's winning winning percentage for Ryan Day doesn't matter. Eight, <laughs> eight games a year, eight games a year they win with any coach in America. That's a fact, you know, but not, it's not a fact. But it's probably true. Yeah, it's not a fact. <laughs> but no. do you disagree? Ohio State wins eight games with any coach in America. They should. But you still got it. You still got to recruit. You got to get him ready to go, and you got to coach. They, and he hasn't guy. had him ready to go for many big. Hey, games. Bernie Kosar in studio for the whole show tomorrow. Okay. I got two Check movies. You got. to If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.